Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And uh, this is episode number 28, and it is brought to you by Canada's Barbecue School. Check out www.barbecueclass.ca for details on the Pitmaster classes scheduled in five Alberta cities for 2019. And these classes are taught by national champ Rob Reinhardt of Prairie Smoke and Spice Barbecue. They will have five styles of smokers on site, so if you're in the market for a new smoker, just being able to come on down and check out the different different varieties uh, is worth the price alone. Come get some unbiased advice and taste the food for yourself. You'll learn the techniques that impress judges and techniques that impress your family. They're not always the same, of course. Tackling five different meats, we'll talk about ingredients, technology, cooking fuels, and different strategies to allow you to be the king or queen of the smoker. Check the link in the show notes for full details, and I uh, hope to see you. I'll be attending the Calgary class on March the 30th, I believe it is, the Saturday, and I'd love to see a whole bunch of you there. Curling update, the streak is over. Our uh, four-game winning streak came to an end tonight. Team Shalifor now sitting at 5-9-1 and one in the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday night men's league. I hope to get back on track next week. And before we jump into this episode, a quick reminder that if you are enjoying the show, please take a screenshot of your podcast app, share it on your social media, let your friends and followers know that you're listening to the Eat More Barbecue podcast, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. A note, uh, just reminding everyone as well to get out and support your local small businesses wherever you are, whether it's a barbecue joint, local grocer, local food producer, think about where your money's going and when you have the choice uh, between a small family barbecue joint or restaurant and a big chain restaurant, uh, try to support those uh, the little folks there. This week, I am happy to bring you the long-awaited and highly anticipated reboot of the lost episode with Jared Kulowick of Alberta Barbecue. Jared is a Calgary-based barbecue aficionado who is handcrafting some great, high-quality smokers right here in Alberta, and he's got some other exciting things coming up, and uh, I really hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the podcast uh, here at Prairie Dog Brewing in Calgary. Once again with Jared Kulowick from Alberta Barbecue. We're going to do a take two on this one. Uh, Jared and I sat down a few months back to record an episode and due to some, uh, we'll just call it technical difficulties on my end, (laughs) that uh, file was lost. So uh, Jared, really, thank you for joining and sitting down with me again here. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. No problem. Always a pleasure. Awesome. So uh, Jared's company is Alberta Barbecue and uh, I always like to start off by asking folks what their barbecue story is. So how did you... uh, my barbecue story started uh, years ago. Um, basically, I wanted to cook traditional, authentic barbecue for people. Um, I looked around for, for pits. They were far and few between, to say the least. Um, I didn't want to go the, the pellet route. I wanted to go more traditional with wood-fired and all that. Um, after all said and done, I was like, I'm going to bring one up from, from the U.S. Yep. The costs are astronomical, I thought, so I said, you know what? I'll build one. Yeah. And uh, things have just been progressing from there. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome. So tell me about uh, the, the pits you're building. What do you got going on? Uh, well, we uh, we build super traditional Texas-style barbecues in, in theory. So it's um, built for a lifetime, basically. We'll stand behind anything we build. It's literally a lifetime warranty. Yeah. The uh, premise of it is 
totally custom. So if you want a, a nice small pit for your backyard, nothing too crazy big, yeah. uh, we could do it. If you want a massive thing on a trailer, no problem at all. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your background as far as you've got some welding, fabrication background? Yeah, so I used to be uh, an iron worker when I was younger. Um, so I did a lot of structural steel welding, things like that. And then um, uh, I was actually going to be a chef. Okay. <laughs> so kind of a two-part thing there. It worked in, uh, both came together really. Awesome. So what, uh, you, you're cooking on one of your pits obviously. What? Tell me about that. Uh, it's awesome. I um, The one I had, uh, so it was a, I call it the 95, it's on our webpage there. It's it's a pretty big pit, but yep. it, it's great for the backyard. Right. Uh, you can feed an, an army with a damn thing. Um, I've had over 50 people at my place just nice. for a barbecue, and I have lots of leftovers. Excellent. So, um, tremendous amount of cooking power to it, so right. you know you can get it really nice and hot, obviously, depending on how much wood you want to throw in there. It's an, uh, an offset? It is an offset, yeah. Okay. It regulates the heat extremely well, pulls, draws, amazing, so... Nice even temperatures across the board. You don't awesome. get uh, spikes or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. And what are you doing uh, given our uh, kind of somewhat northern climate sometimes? What we, are you doing from an insulation standpoint or yeah. uh, so heat we, retention? We fully can insulate fireboxes. Yeah. So we can do either or, right? Yeah. Costs permitting, of course, but yeah. uh, fully insulated fireboxes, no problem. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. that's certainly uh, it's an needed. issue here. 100%. Yeah. Right yeah. now, yeah. I learned that lesson actually at the um, barbecue on the boat. Right. Um, I think we got down to a little minus two that night. And it was, was that, the, that cold, yeah. Yeah, we had a bad Minus one or minus two, yeah. I couldn't remember. But yeah. I just remember uh, I I had one piece of wood left, and I brought way more than I thought I needed. Yeah. And uh, it burned through a lot of wood. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, okay, you mentioned barbecue on the bow. You uh, dipped your toes into the competition side of things a little this year? Yeah. You know, I <laughs> it's sort of funny because I just registered. I was like, hey, I want to go in and yeah. check it out. Yeah. I didn't realize it was an international competition. Uh, I also didn't realize there was teams of people there. Yeah. So uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. And it was more fun than anything. Awesome. Yeah. yeah good. Uh, good people, right? Awesome people. Yeah. So any uh, any more competition plans for you down the road here? Um, I'll probably go back to the, the boat for sure and yeah. just see what what else is local. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. It's fun. Yeah. So uh, talk to me about your your kind of cooking background on the barbecue side. What's uh, well, what basically. I just started cooking. Yeah. Uh, I bought a hunk of meat one day and yeah. threw it on the pit and see where it went. Awesome. Um, there's that's kind of the nice thing about barbecue. There's no set rules to it. You can kind of play with certain things and go this, go that yeah, way. Make it your own, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you're you're cooking with kind of a, an uncontrollable uh, ignition source, I guess right. I would say, yeah. heat, right? Yeah. So it uh, it is fun. Yeah. It is fun. Awesome. Um, so if you're uh, Firing up the pit on a Saturday afternoon. What's your What's your go-to? I love brisket. Yeah, and I'd be firing it up way earlier than the afternoon. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, big, uh, big brisket guy. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Where are you finding? What do you uh, find your meat locally here? Where it's, uh, I just go to local butcher shops and yeah. check things out, see what's what. Um, yeah. Obviously, prices can change. Or, quality can change for sure. I definitely go through the, the briskets. I'm I'm, da- I'm that guy that says. What else do you got in the back? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So this is sometimes nice, they get annoyed. Sometimes they're like, "Oh, no worries," and they bring yeah. it all out. And, oh, yeah. a good one's gonna take care of you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what? Um, I guess aside from just strictly a custom smoker, do you have any sort of a 
a standard offering that for customers? We do. So um, I based it off of gallons in terms of size. So I mean, you know, you go down down south into the U.S. They have massive five hundred thousand gallon propane yeah. tanks yeah. that they could turn into smokers. Yeah. Um, what I've been doing is I have what's called the fifty and the ninety five. Okay. Uh, the fifty being basically a almost a half version of the 95. Okay, yeah. And the 95 is phenomenal size. It's, yeah. I mean, it's 24 inches uh, wide by 40 inches in length for yeah. the cook chamber. That's what you were cooking on at Barbecue on the Bow that I saw? Correct. Okay, yeah. 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 So that's a good size. Yeah. yeah, so you can easily fit with the shelf in there. Uh, you could put f- five briskets, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of space. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Have you looked at doing the propane tank thing at all that's up here? Uh, for do it, yeah. yeah. I, I have. There's a lot of a lot of challenges in Canada, okay. um, especially Alberta. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely right now. I can't even get a propane tank okay. in Alberta. Put it that way. Uh, you can't buy them. No. Um, the old commissioned ones, ones, like they yeah. they don't even destroy them right now. Okay. There, I guess there was some. Uh, let's just call it an incident. Safety incident in uh, northern Alberta. Okay. That, uh, the government has regulated it completely, oh, and so you they can't sh- even get your hands on them. Oh, well, the then. only way you can get one is if you try to just steal one, Black which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's interesting. I'd, I'd wondered about uh, going that route. It's it's also tough too because in, in lots of places in Alberta, we've been supplied with natural gas for so many years. Right. That if there was any old tanks, yeah, they've already been destroyed and destroyed. gone. Right. So it's it is a tough thing to find up here. Um, yeah. It's one of those things. You know, you can get pipe the same size yeah. it's more consistent yeah. you know you don't have the risk of lead paint you don't have the risk of any oh, contaminants yeah. things like that yep. um, it, yeah I'm playing it by ear yeah. so that's what you're doing you're gutting pipe and then uh, yeah. cutting it and shaping yeah. it and doing what you gotta do exactly yeah. okay. all brand new pipe yeah awesome awesome so uh, if you're in, I know we talked about this before and I don't recall your barbecue adventures taking you on any travels at all uh, um, not specifically yet. I, I probably this February I'll yeah. be down in Texas. Nice. Um, just to do a bit of a tour down yeah. there and Excellent. check out uh, all the joints down there. And yeah. Have got any, any place in mind yet? Where you're uh, well, I got to hit up Franklin's because yep. everyone's got to hit up Franklin's. Um, once, I'd like yeah. to see Heim Barbecue as well, and then a few of the other yeah. you know traditional ones. That absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I get down to Houston. Mm-hmm. Once a year or so, so I've been fortunate enough to you can, you get, get to the check Franklin that out. thing and exactly. a few of the other spots in that area and Houston as well. So, yeah. so yeah. no shortage of good uh, good barbecue down there. No. Sure. <laughs> so, um, where can folks find you, Jared? You can find us on uh, albertabarbecue.com. Yep. Um, go on Instagram. It's Alberta Barbecue is the handle for that, and all of our information is ready to go there. And right on. You can oh, check. Uh, I'll make sure that's all in the show notes for everybody. uh, Anything else you want to talk about, plug it all, coming down the line? No, just stay tuned for the spring. we got a lot happening. New stuff coming. Right on. Jared, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. That is a wrap on another episode of the show, folks. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And be sure to check out our show sponsor, www.bbqclass.ca, for all the details on the upcoming barbecue classes here in Alberta. As I said earlier, I will be attending one of the Pitmaster classes uh, on March 30th in Calgary, and I'm excited to learn from barbecue champion Rob Reinhardt. Thank you so much to Jared for your patience and understanding with my technical screw-up. That meant re-recording our episode. Please give Jared a follow on Instagram, at Alberta Barbecue, and uh, keep your eyes open for some big news regarding his first barbecue pop-up. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. Message me with your comments on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue. 
And the email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. If there's a local barbecue-related company or restaurant out around Alberta that uh, you'd like to hear on the show, please let me know about them. Next week on the show, I sit down with Avery Cochran, host of the Mess Hall podcast. You may recall a few months back, I appeared on Avery's show, and now he returns the favor. And we sat down a few weeks back at Big T's McMahon location for some good conversation and some great food. As always, thanks to Alan Horbin for the music on the show. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. Keep on smoking.